This is a CJSON podcast, and I'm Virginia Wong from Duke University and the Durham VA Healthcare System, and author of the recent CJSON article, Medicare's New Prospective Payment System on Facility Provision of Peritoneal Dialysis. In this study, we examined whether Medicare payment reform was associated with greater dialysis facility provision of PD services and the types of dialysis facilities that were more responsive than others to payment changes. The rate of peritoneal dialysis use in the U.S. is low. In 2011, Medicare implemented a new prospective bundled payment system that makes a single payment for all dialysis, medication, and ancillary services regardless of modality. This Medicare dialysis payment reform was expected to offer financial incentives to PD and hence induce greater interest in the therapy. Our study team used data from the U.S. Renal Data System, the National Repository of Data on End-Stage Kidney Disease Providers and Patients in the U.S., to assess changes in peritoneal dialysis services in the 6,400 non-federal outpatient Medicare-certified dialysis facilities that operated in any of the five years before and three years after the implementation of Medicare's new payment system. We examined the two ways in which payment reform could induce dialysis provider expansion of peritoneal dialysis services, changes in the number of facilities offering PD therapy, and expansion of existing peritoneal dialysis programs. In the first three years after Medicare payment reform, we found a modest increase in the proportion of facilities providing peritoneal dialysis services from 37% of facilities offering PD in the pre-policy period to 41% after the policy was implemented. This growth was observed primarily among non-urban facilities and in facilities affiliated with large dialysis organizations. We also found a 27% increase in the number of patients in peritoneal dialysis programs, notably higher among non-urban facilities. Half of facilities operating between 2006 and 2013 still did not offer PD services. There are several economic and organizational factors that may explain the limited policy impacts of payment changes on PD provision. This includes a learning curve for facilities to adopt and establish peritoneal dialysis programs, the limited availability of physicians trained and experienced in peritoneal dialysis management, and whether Medicare payment incentives were large enough for facilities to invest in new PD service lines. Overall, we found that Medicare payment reform nudged more facilities to offer PD and modestly increased the size of their PD programs. Dialysis facility response to Medicare payment reform is an important factor in evaluating the effectiveness of payment policy because it is designed to drive supply-side change in the ways that care is provided to patients. These findings provide a more nuanced understanding of how payment reform is inducing change as designed, and they also reveal opportunities to refine policies to support increased patient access and utilization of kidney replacement therapies. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology.